Hello friends, welcome. This is Oluwa Shino Akonde from Lagos, Nigeria, and you are listening to the Faith Culture Podcast. On today's episode, we are privileged to have um, on the show an amazing guest. Uh, he's a transformation coach. Um, his name is Papa Ray. Uh, Papa Ray is going to be helping us to um, get to understand a whole lot of things as um, it relates to life, uh, understanding our owner's manual, uh, you know, mastering your emotions, and a couple of stuff like that uh, that is going to be helping us wait. And it's a huge privilege for me to have him on the show today. Uh, he, Papa Ray, just a little bit more about him. He has a passion for helping people um, become better um, by understanding what he calls their owner's um, uh, manual, right? And uh, it's a privilege to have him on the show once again, as I said. Uh, Papa Ray, welcome to the show today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here to share with you and your guests, your audience. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for, uh, for coming out. Oh, hey, uh, Papa Ray, uh, I know. Um, you know your profile is um, it's it's just amazing. You've been married for thirty six years. Uh, you are an international speaker and coach. Uh, you are also a pastor, a missionary, author. You are an artist. You are, you are also a poet. Yeah. Wow! I mean, and uh, <laughs> you've also started and uh, you're currently running three companies. I mean, that is a, that is an amazing profile. Uh, are you able to do all of this? <laughs> oh, we're we're down. We're running two businesses now oh okay two businesses yeah. we had a total of three that we had at one time and now we're focusing on the two yeah, awesome awesome uh good good uh, i know uh you look to me like someone who is very uh who, who, who is um, very spiritual and i think I, I would love to um start our conversation on that note uh you have a relationship with god uh can you let us into how you um you know um how you started your relationship with Jesus? Yeah, so I grew up in a Christian home. My, uh, I grew up in a Mennonite home. It's a conservative Anabaptist, where we're they're very, very conservative views. And um, so I grew up in a Christian home all my life. I was probably 17 when I really come to the understanding and realization of more than just saying I'm a Christian, I had the heartfelt change where I truly accepted Christ because I wanted to. It wasn't just something I was saying. It was a heartfelt uh, decision. You know, a lot of yeah. times we just say something because that's the right thing to say. <laughs> but it was when I was around 17 years old where I really made that decision in my heart and not with just with my mouth. Uh, yeah, it was a, that was amazing. Wow, wow, wow! So it it was a heart transformation. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And how's the journey been? It's been amazing. I suffered through two major depressions, which we can get into a little more uh, in a okay. little bit here. And my father left when I was four years old, so you can imagine in my home being kind of dysfunctional and not real always a good place. So my Christian life was very, very challenging. And it was seven years ago, I went through my second major depression where I was five minutes away from suicide. Wow. In these last six years, so uh, once I came out of that, it took me, and I can dive into that a little more, is it took me about a year to catch my balance 
after I broke free from that. But in them last six years has been an accelerated growth because of what we've learned. I was in this incredible learning curve where the Holy Spirit just opened up new things that I wish I would have known 50 years ago. I would have saved myself unbelievable heartaches. But because of the accelerated growth we had in the last six years, yeah. that's why my heart is so passionate to share this with people so they don't have to go through what I went through. I mean, and that is amazing when, you know, you have someone who can, you know, who can share from their own wealth of experience so that you don't make the same mistakes, you know, yes. that, that yes. they probably made and probably don't even go through what they went through. I mean, please continue. Yeah, I want to be for the world what the world was not for me when I needed them the most. Hmm. And uh, so that's why my passion, I'm very, very passionate, very passionate about uh, understanding your owner's manual, which means understand how my brain, my spirit, my body work together and against each other. So if we understand the how and the what, and we don't understand the why, we can't change it. We understand what? Well, this thing keeps happening in my life. Well, what's happening? Well, when these events occur, I do this. Well, I don't want to do this. But whenever this happens, I do this. Why do you do it? You can know what and you can know how. But if you never get to the why, you'll never change it. And that is what the Holy Spirit has shown me. He showed me how to find the why. Why is it happening? Why when it, I cannot stop here. Let me clarify. I cannot stop this event from happening. Mm -hmm. I can stop me from doing this. Here comes the event and I do this. Now, I cannot stop the event. That is somebody doing what I don't like. That is other things that are happening that are out of my control. What is in my control is what I do. Yeah. Here goes the event. I can't do nothing. What well, I can do is I can stop this. But I got to figure out why do I do this? I know I do it. I don't want to do it. But if I never figure out why, it will always happen. It is, it's called an auto response. It happens automatically. And it's not the devil. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's not the devil. We'll get into well, that in a little bit. Okay, great stuff, great stuff. I mean, uh, at this moment, uh, I mean, it's it's becoming so much important for me, uh, for us, you know, to dive into uh, the real essence of this conversation. And and I, I would say the real essence of our conversation today is uh, having a mastery of your of your of your life's manual. Am I correct? Right, uh, it's something you called owner's manual. Yeah, what understanding exactly, your owner's manual. Yes. Yeah, what exactly is this owner's manual that you've been referring to? Yes. So if, if we look at the original creation of mankind, we look in Genesis chapter two, and it shows how God created man and woman. And it says in the end of chapter two, they were naked 
and not ashamed. So the word ashamed is very, very important. It's a very, very strong emotion. So when you look at the original creation of man, he wasn't run by emotions. His emotions didn't control him. Now, if you look in the beginning of chapter three, it yeah. says God was walking through the garden and he called out to Adam and he said, where are you? And Adam said, I heard you walking in the garden and I was afraid. Another very powerful emotion. So what happens? We got to go back. When God created Adam and Eve, they were not controlled by the emotions. When they ate of the fruit, they had emotions that controlled them. They were afraid and they hid from God. So we got to say, okay, what's the difference between the Genesis 2 model and the Genesis 3 model? model. Is emotions. <laughs> so I call it understanding your owner's manual. The um, Here it is. Okay. The Genesis 3.16 model. So in Genesis 3.16 is where God was telling Adam and Eve the punishments that they would have to live with the rest of their life because of their sin. So now when I want to understand my owner's manual, I cannot look at God's original creation because I am not that. The model that I'm operating is, is in the Genesis 3.16. Because of this, now this is what my life is going to be. Now, when there is good news, there's very good news. When I understand how now my body, my soul, which is my mind, will, and emotions, and my spirit, when I understand how they work together and against each other, now I have so many more tools of how to be better and to stop what's happening. Now, let me just clarify. The Word of God says, I have, Jesus said, I give you all authority in heaven and earth. He said, all authority in heaven and earth is mine, and I give it to you. Yeah. That means that we got to stop blaming the devil for what's going wrong in our life. We have to take responsibility. Come on. Yes. <laughs> and this is why I need to understand my owner's manual. How does my soul, my mind, will, and emotions, my spirit, and my body work together and against each other? Perfect. And let's dive into this in a really kind of in-depth way of what Absolutely. I call the mechanics of emotions. As This gets... Pretty deep, so you let me know. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really getting deep. You know, um, Papa Reed, something struck me from your personal story, and that is the fact that you were able to survive, um, you know, um, depression at different, um, a different stage, um, you know, stage of your life. You know, I mean, not many persons, uh, you know, have that success story, right? And uh, uh, yeah, and I'm. Yeah, sadly. And, you know, it's also amazing how you saw, uh, I mean, how you could, um, how you could tie your own success story to the help of the Holy Spirit in your life. And that is, you know, pretty much uh, an amazing thing. So now, uh, you know, diving um, further into the conversation, uh, you know, 
uh, Papare, there are people, you know, who are currently right now, you know, they, they, they are filled with suicidal thoughts, right? And, uh, and they are listening to you. And the reason why they're listening to you is so that they could have some glimpse, uh, glimpse of hope. What, what would you advise someone who, who, who is hearing you talk about um, their, um, the owner's manual and then they also want to, you know, get over this depression, they want to get over this suicidal thoughts? Let's start, let, let, let's pick it off from there. Okay. To, for anybody who's dealing with depression, worry, fear, anxiety, God said, I did not give you the spirit of fear without a peace, love, and a sound mind. Now, fear, anxiety, worry, depression, I get it. I understand it. I've been there two times in my life. The, the last time, almost a little over seven years ago, I was five minutes away from taking my life because I was done. I had just completely given up. Now, remember, let me just share this with you. I, I was and still am a spirit-filled, born-again saved sanctified christian the problem was my mind was not renewed i was not transformed by the renewing of my mind prior between my two depressions they were 20 years apart between that time i went to brazil six times i developed a ministry called the father's blessing i blessed thousands of people with a major life-changing father's blessing i had a lot of successes in between there i seen demons being cast out i seen people being supernaturally healed the spirit of god did not leave me i changed how i was thinking about the spirit of god so this, this is very important that I unpack this so that you understand what depression does. Where does it come from and why is it there? So I can know the how, I can know the what, but if I never understand the why, I can't change it. So let me get into the why. Let me unpack a little more of your owner's manual. So in the Genesis 3.16 model, now my emotions have a very powerful impact on literally every single thing i do in life prior to genesis 3 16 and in genesis 2 when god created man and woman they were not driven by emotion so we got to focus on what we are today and we also got to focus on what happened so here comes the event we cannot stop the event from happening in our life it's going to keep happening no matter what we do. We gotta change, how do we respond? Here comes the event and I do this. I don't wanna do that. I can't, I can't, I don't wanna do that, but I keep doing it. So here comes the event. My brain, will, my subconscious will do a research of my whole life in a nanosecond to determine what is the meaning of this event. When my brain comes with a conclusion based on everything that happened in the past and the speed of light, it makes a determination. This event means this. I go through my emotional calculator. How do I feel now? You ever notice when you're in a good mood, you can tolerate a lot of things? 
But when you're in a bad mood, whew, you don't tolerate much of anything. That's <laughs> true. Your children are, are, are somebody did this a hundred times and you're like, yeah, I'm okay, whatever, whatever, you know, I don't like it, whatever. But when you're in a bad mood, they do it one time, rah, 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 we get very angry. So when the event occurs, our brain does the research. This is the meaning of that event based on everything in our past. This is very important. Runs through the emotional calculator. How do I feel right now? How do I, do I feel good? Do I feel bad? Am I happy? Am I sad? Am I angry? When it, the event runs through the emotional calculator and we decide we're in a bad mood, I don't like what they're doing and we respond, our neurochemicals in our body, these are chemicals that are released from our body. Cortisol and adrenaline are the two bad guys. And you can look this up. These neurochemicals are called cortisol and adrenaline. They race through your body. Cortisol, the, the adrenaline is designed to make your heart race faster, put more blood into your, into your body, dilates your pupils, drive up your saliva, so you can run or fight. Cortisol is the tricky guy. The cortisol goes into your brain, takes all your creative thinking and diminishes it way down. So you don't think of all the creative, well, I could do, or I could do. No, it goes, bam, I'm gonna go to run or I'm gonna fight. It's called the stress response. Now, cortisol takes your cognitive thinking uh, ability drops it from as much as 720 bits of data to 20 bits of data in the speed of light. So let's, let's run through this. Here comes the event. Your brain does a research of your whole life and says, this is what I think that event means based on what I believe in my past. I'm not in a good place. I'm not in a good mood. Boom, my creative cognitive thinking drops dramatically I'm thinking at the minimal thinking ability to only fight or flight. Oh. And now I react based on my minimal creative thinking ability. <laughs> yeah, and great stuff. Now, let me clarify, the devil is not involved in any of that. There is a part he does play. When my brain did a research of my whole life to determine what that event means, I came back with a lie. That lie, let me just use my own example. Yeah, my father do. left my home when I was four years old. I would tell everybody I'm abandoned, I'm rejected. Well, here comes an event. Somebody does something that I perceive I'm being rejected. My brain does a research, calculates all the times I've been rejected, comes, comes back with a conclusion. What does it mean? What does it feel like to be rejected? In a nanosecond, the cortisol takes my cognitive thinking, drops it dramatically, and now I'm really frustrated, I'm angry, I'm upset, I'm hurt, and I respond in the manner of the pain that I feel with the combination of everything happened in my life. How yeah. do I how do I act toward this person in a way that like a hurt person acts? 
I do not respond well. I either shut them out or I run away from them or I fight with them. Uh-huh. Now, here's where the devil gets an advantage. He wasn't part of the first deal. Where he comes into play is when I create a new belief based on that event. And that new belief is a lie. Now guess what? The devil is allowed to stand on that lie. And he does not have to leave. He does not have to. You can pray, you can take communion, you can take a bath in holy oil. It doesn't matter. Because you have a lie. The father of lies can stand on your lies. Absolutely. There's a thing for you. The devil does not have to leave. If you hold on, if you're holding on to the lie, he doesn't have to go anywhere. Here's the beautiful part. You'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. Yeah. Bam. Just like that. We see this all the time in our coaching. We don't chase demons. We don't do exorcisms. We look for the lies. When the lie is gone, boom, they're set free. Absolutely. So easy. So easy, brother. Now, we call this the simple step, the hard process. It's simple. Find the lie. It's hard. Find the lie. (laughs) Wow. Great stuff, Papari. Great stuff. Great stuff. So, this is important. This is still very, very important to hear this. Where is the lie? The lie is way in my past. The lie is always, always, always been my past. Yeah. Now, from the time of conception to 10 years old, your brain is called in a hyper neuroplasticity, simply meaning your brain is taking in lots of information. It's like, ooh, and just sucking it in. Whoa, just huge amounts of information are going into your brain from conception to 10 years old. Your brain is not at the ability to say, whoa, that that's not good, no, no, no. No, it's just like, boom, that's what that means. Oh, that's what happened, that's what that means. Oh, that's how it happened, that's what that means. Guess what? All that junk, all them lies are built into the first 10 years of your life. Now, here I am, 60 years old. Here comes an event. What's my brain doing? Research my whole life. Right. Not the last year, not the last 10 years, my whole life. Where does it look for the most amount of information? In the first 10 years. Is the strongest of all the information, it's the most powerful because it was the first. And everything got built from there, got built on top of the first 10 years. My whole life is built on them first 10 years. Now here's the hard part. I have to go back to them first 10 years and I gotta find the lies. And many people say to me, oh, Papa, how am I gonna know? I don't know. 
what happened when I was one or two or in the womb, the Holy Spirit knows. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. So you go to what you already know. You, you'll know something. And a lot of that is how we were treated by our father is a lot. So much of that rides on how did we feel the connection to our fathers? Because my connection to Father God will be very similar to my connection with earthly father. Absolutely. Pastor, Pastor uh, Papa Ray, these are, these are gems you're dropping, right? And, and I mean, because of our time, I would love you to touch on other things. So, yes. uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I believe what is just shared right now, um, someone listening you know, is going to take that and is going to bring about some sort of transformation in them right away. Okay, yeah, so uh, moving on, Papare, uh, I want us to talk about, um, you know, healing, um, you know, the wounds of um, absent and abusive fathers briefly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, someone else is also listening to this and they've suffered from this as well. And, and I wanted to provide some help for them. Uh, how can they go out? Because you also, from your own personal story, um, you said at the age of four, you know, you had, um, you know, that um, sort of experience. And, yeah. um, you know, so well, how, how do you think people can, you know, deal with that? So I've actually wrote a book on healing. It says, Daddy, why don't you love me? Healing, the, um, Daddy, why don't you love me? He's sharing a father's blessing to a daughter. Healing the Wounds of the Absent Abusive Father. And I wrote another book is, Daddy, Why Don't You Love Me? Healing the to the Son. Okay. And what I do really quick, it's very, very simple, is I stand in the place of an earthly father and I speak blessings of love and acceptance over a son and a daughter. I also wow. apologize for the wrong that happened. And this is really, really powerful. Fathers and mothers, if you're listening, the words you speak, it says in the word of God, life and death is in the tongue. Mm -hmm. so the, the words that we speak to our children and even to people around us carries a lot of power. And, and all I do is I stand in that place and say, can I bless you as your father? And then I share a blessing starting at conception, first, second, third trimester, birth, infant, toddler, all the way through their life. And I actually have, um, th these books are now available on Amazon. Okay. Also, if you go to my website. Please um, share, share the details of how um, you know, people can get um, access to these books. Yeah, so uh, these books are on Amazon. And we'll put a link in there to both of these books in the comments. We'll also have a link for my website, which is fathersblessing.info, www.fathersblessing.info. And if you go on there, go to the son or to the daughter, and this blessing, and there's a video of me sharing that blessing starting from conception all the way through life. Okay. Oh, awesome, awesome. Thank you, Papa Ray. And uh, I mean, 
this is actually um, enlightening for some persons because uh, I mean I I listen to you carefully and I understand that uh, this basically is finding someone who can even play the role of um, of a father, you know, someone who can stand, uh, you know, uh, who can stand in, you know, and you know, profess blessings upon. Uh, yeah. Upon the person, uh, he also apologized on behalf of, you know, of an abusive father. I mean, yeah. that is very much, um, you know, uh, an impactful thing that you just shared. Okay, so uh, moving on, Papare. You know, we're just going to, um, you know, take a whole lot from you, a lot of uh, wisdom from you today. <laughs> okay, so um, now there are also people who who, who, are, who have suffered from past trauma, and. Some have suffered and, you know, it has left them, it, they have become a total wreck. And some are currently suffering from past trauma. Uh, what do you have to say about that? So the number one thing you have to do, no matter what the trauma was, you got to change the meaning you gave to that event. Absolutely. I cannot imagine some of the pain that some of you have suffered through. Yeah. The truth is, Nothing will change until you change the meaning. My father left me. And I would say, people, my father abandoned me and rejected me. I had to change that meaning to say, my father was broken and empty. He couldn't give me what he didn't have. So if you can imagine, I have a broken cup. And I'm trying to give you something. And I can't because I'm broken and empty. So the person who hurt you or the event that happened, you have to give it a new meaning. It's, it's another one of them things, it's a very simple step, but a very hard process. It, when you change the meaning, when you give it God's kingdom truth. So in God's kingdom, I was never abandoned. I was never rejected That's on true. earth. My father went looking for what he couldn't find, but he didn't reject me. So again, no matter how traumatic it was, if you can ask the Holy Spirit to help you uh, give it a new meaning, it will radically set you free Absolutely. when you give it that new meaning. Great, great. Uh, I mean, <laughs> these are nuggets and and I love and I love what what you just shared as well. You know, um, the meaning you give to something um, also, um, I, I know it has a way of um, influencing how you how you live or how you perspective is key. Basically, that's what I was just gonna say. Um, perspective is really key to life. Well, thank thank you so much. It's yeah, better to be transformed by the renewing of your mind means to change how you think. Yeah. So yeah. that trauma, that traumatic event, mm -hmm. change how you think. Yeah. change the meaning change the meaning you're not a victim stop being a victim change the meaning and you will radically set yourself free radically see awesome. the, the enemy the enemy has a hold of you because of the lie that he's standing on change the meaning tear out the lie the enemy is gone and your mind is renewed and it happens bam you know, you 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 know that you've been changed. You 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 know you're free because you'll feel it. And if you don't feel it, you're not free. You'll you when you're renewed, it's like you'll 
feel like you're floating in the air almost. <laughs> incredible, incredible stuff. Incredible. All right, uh, moving on, uh, Papare. Let's talk about mastering emotions. What are the key tips to mastering our emotions? Because I feel that is one major important thing in um, living or navigating life successfully. Again, so where do emotions come from? An emotion is simply the way I believe about something will create an emotion that gets released. Now, my mind, my body will react to this emotion because of what I believed. So an emotion is driven 100% by a belief. In order to master your emotions, you have to change the belief that you're giving to whatever is making your emotions go sideways. Let me say it again. The emotions are nothing more than a set of beliefs. You're reacting to what you believe is happening. When you change how you believe, how do you think, it will radically change how you act. Let me just show you something here real quick if I can find this. This is part of my... Just came to my mind. Here it is. Okay. So here you can see your thoughts what will become an idea. Okay. Your, your idea will become a belief. Mm. Your belief will become an action. Your actions yeah. will become a lifestyle. Your lifestyle will create new thoughts. This mm. is so important. Let me say this again. Your thought is that something comes into your mind. And the word of God says, take every thought captive, casting down all vain imaginations. Okay? So the thoughts just pop up. They're not, you know, they're not the devil. It's your brain just comes up with ideas, thoughts. If you do not say to that thought, no, you can't be here, and you, you let it bounce around in your head, it becomes an idea. Yeah. Now, if you don't take that idea and say, no, you can't be here, it becomes a belief. Now, when you hold on to that belief, you will act on what you believe. It will become an action. However you keep acting will become your lifestyle. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whatever your lifestyle is, it'll, it'll create new thoughts. So for all of us who ever smoked cigarettes or <laughs> drank alcohol, the first time it was horrible absolutely horribly disgusting i remember very vividly trying to smoke a cigarette over and over and over it was disgustingly horrible it tasted nasty why did i do it because i wanted to fit in with the other people so that was the thought but then when i kept doing it and kept doing it I got to the place I could tolerate it. And I got to the place I could tolerate it and I kept doing it because I wanted to fit in. Yeah. But the more I did it, I got hooked and it became my lifestyle. Hmm. 
so many of the things we do is cause we're trying to look or be something that we're not. When all we have to do is when you break it down and make it simple is trust God, trust yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So we have these things called emotions that get in the way. Yeah. Our emotions get out of hand because again, here's the part, here's the key. This is so important. You got to hear this. It's all the majority is back before you're 10 years old. We have to change the foundation. If we do not change the foundation, it'll yeah. keep bringing it up. It'll keep bringing it up. Keep bringing up the lies. Find the lie in your youth. Train up a child in the way he shall go. And will not depart from that. That's both good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You bring up a child with bad thoughts, he will not depart from that. It's really that simple. Because your brain, that's the primary foundation. And, and that's where it's getting that primary information of how you react in the speed of light. Intriguing, incredible stuff, uh, Papa Ray. Uh, okay, I, I think we should start bring, um, bringing this to a wrap, yeah? Uh, but then I, I just still feel like we, we need to help some other persons out there. And this is for people who are in relationships and, and people who have also um, had broken relationships. And, you know, but, you know, and it's not really easy, Papa Ray, to actually bounce back, you know, from, you know, outbreaks and a whole lot of that. And, uh, what would you, you know, want to share with people who have suffered really, you know, um, um, re recurring heartbreaks in relationships? And I mean, and some have also um, experienced um, domestic violence as well. I know, and yeah, we're talking about understanding your owner's manual. Uh, what would you like to say to people like that, please? Again, it comes back to change the meaning of who you are. So for 54 years, I told people I was abandoned and rejected. It drove me to two major depressions. When I came out of that, I will never say that again, ever. I was not abandoned. I was not rejected. My father was broken and empty. He couldn't give me what he didn't have. That radically changed how I see me. When I changed how I see me, my circle of influence is dramatically changing over and over and over. Over the last six years, my circle of influence has grown dramatically all because of how I seen myself. So how does that relate to your relationships? When you know who you are in Christ, you will know that you are worthy of more and you will not tolerate the relationships that you were in in the past. You will not be attracted to them. They won't even want to be around you and you won't want to be around them. Even you won't know they're bad, but your spirit will know and your spirit will repel them and you will just find better people. Because right now, think about the person you're with or the person who broke your heart or the person who hurt you did you settle for less because that's all you thought you could have 
because of what you believed about yourself? Most likely. You seen much better, but you thought, ah, I'm not good enough. Let me say, you are good enough. Absolutely. Believe in who Christ said you are. And because Christ has that person for you that will treat you well. Absolutely. <laughs> Heal your heart. Believe in you. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you will find that right person. Because everything else will, will not will not be good enough. Mm. We're not saying them people are not good. They're just not the person for you. Wow. Thank you so much, Papa Ray. This this is a masterclass. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And and okay, now this is to our listeners. Guys, I know you've been you you must have been inspired and uh you know um, by the session today. And I, I just want to tell you that um you know Papa Ray is open to you asking questions. So if you have questions, uh he's willing to take them on another episode. I mean, that is just uh amazing amazing thank you so much papari for willing to do this so guys if you uh he, he mentioned this to me just before the show started so if you have questions um please um send them to me at faithculture01 at gmail.com i would love to take your questions so we can compile them and have another um episode with um our special guest um you know today um thank you so much papare uh, i'm not going to let you go yeah i'm just uh, you know just uh, on this note i'm going to ask you to please um you know share um you know uh, one um, final thoughts on this and then pray for uh for, for our listeners right so uh, your final thoughts and then uh, you, you you just um, sh- share a word of prayer with us yes so i want to say to everybody listening you are worthy you are enough you don't need to be anything else you already have everything you need you just need to change how do you see yourself because jesus christ gave you everything the holy spirit is in you and you just have to be willing to let it out you're not doing what you want to do because of fear you are mm-hmm. afraid you're not enough mm-hmm. i'm here to say you are enough you can do it it's a simple step it's a hard process but here's the most important everything you do take one thing take it one step if you don't remember anything else remember this one thing one step There's a lot of things that you want to change in your life and you're going to get excited and you're going to run to try and change this and change this and change that. Stop. Stop. Find one thing. Take it one step. Find one thing. Take it one step. I did that for many years. I still struggle that I I start one thing and I start another thing and I start another thing and I have 10 things started and nothing gets finished. It's it's a big big problem. So if you don't remember nothing else I said, remember this please. One thing, one step. So important. So important. Wow, powerful. <laughs> Thank you so much once again, um, Papa Ray. Uh, um, so guys, um, to even um, you know, I'm going to talk about this briefly. Um, in the 
description box we're going to put in um, details of how to get um, Papa Ray's materials um, for those who would love to um, access those materials right so we're going to put those details in the description box of this episode uh, so Papa Ray um, please um, share a blessing with us before you go please thank you yes Father God, we just come to you in the name of Jesus. And I just ask that your mercy and anointing would be on the uh, on everyone who is hearing this message. But I just ask that you would bring a revelation to their hearts and to their minds to, to find the lie that they have been holding on to. Lord, I just ask that you would send your Holy Spirit. And you said in your word that you would send your angels to the, the believers to minister to them. Lord, I just ask that you would send them angels out to protect them. You station the angels to the front, to the back, to the left, and to the right, that the enemy would no longer be able to continue attacking. Now, Lord, we just ask that you would release your Holy Spirit of wisdom to speak to them what is the truth, what is the lie that has built the platform that the enemy has been standing on. Lord, we know that when you know the truth, the truth will set them free. So Lord, we ask that you would reveal the lie so that they could know the truth. Lord, the lie has brought them into bondage. And we just ask now that you would bring a revelation, a new revelation of the lie. What is that lie that has kept them captive? Lord, I just ask that your spirit would Help them to see that. Now I pray that you would raise up mentors and to mentor them, to help them take one thing, one step. Lord, raise up mentors throughout this nation that would help the people to to set their mind free so that they can break the chains. Breaking the chains is, is breaking the lie, is literally just knowing the truth. But raise up mentors and godly leaders, both men and women, men leading men, women leading women, to know the truth. And the truth will set them free and the nation of Nigeria would be set free because they break in the lies. They're no longer the victims, but they are conquerors. They are more than conquerors because they're in you and because they are receiving the truth into their hearts, into their minds, and they will not be shaken by the calamity of the world, but they will stand strong in the adversity and the enemy will flee from them because they are strong in the truth of who you are and who they are because they are seated in heavenly places. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank ah, yes. This... <laughs> This has been absolutely uh, inspiring, insightful, uh, you know, for me, and uh, and I really trust that everyone who was uh, who is going to be listening to this conversation uh, will also um, say the same thing. Uh, thank you so much, Papa Ray. Uh, I'm so blessed to have you on the show. Uh, it's a huge honor for me, and uh, and I pray God bless you and continue to increase you on many sides. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. So much. Thank you. My dream is one day to come there and share this Father's blessing in the churches. Wow. I mean, that, that's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I've been it's to gonna... Brazil six times, and okay. I shared this. Uh, four of those was my own mission trips to share this blessing. 
I, I want you to go to the nations and, and um, I would love to come to your country, to your Thank city you. <laughs> and share this blessing as well. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Please, whenever you're coming, I, I would love to be in touch. Uh, it would be so great to uh, to see you. So thank you so much. Uh, okay, guys, um, thank you for joining in today. I believe you've been blessed. Um, if you are new to the show, I'm so glad you found the Faith Culture Podcast. Uh, I would love you to please take a moment to hit the subscribe button, follow, and drop a comment if you have been really inspired by today's episode. And if you have been listening for a while, please do me a favor. Um, leave a review. Let's know how well we are doing. Uh, also share this um, episode with someone. Let them also get blessed. Do not forget that if you have questions for our guests, uh, you can send them to me uh faithculture01 at gmail.com i would love to take your questions and then um share them with uh, our guest and um in, in another episode is going to be answering um these questions uh, if you have other inquiries to make please do not hesitate to also get some uh, touch with us uh, for books by papa ray materials that he has mentioned um please check the description box for them and they will come in handful for you. Um, thank you so much for listening. Until I come your way next time, stay blessed. Uh, thank you, Papa Ray, for um, being with us um, today. Uh, do enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. It was a pleasure. It was an honor. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, thank you so much, sir.